You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's get you the view from the land of 10,000 lakes with our friend Mike Wabshaw, Vikings Entertainment Network, Vikings Team Tattle here on TuneIn. Mike, we know there are no perfect teams in the NFL, so I'm going to come up with the notion Minnesota is the most complete team in football, but what's the state of the offensive line based on some key injuries? Yeah, I think that's going to probably be, um, you know, the number two talker for us next week when the team returns and starts practicing. Um, you know, is the health of that offensive line because they did not have Pat Elfline for Week 17, as you guys know. And then, um, you know, a couple of other guys have been dealing with some injuries for the better part of the season, and we lost um, starting left guard Nick Easton. So, you know, the, the, the status of some guys, and then really what's the lineup going to be? You know, because the Vikings have had a couple of weeks now to think about what is the starting five going to be? Is it going to be... Um, you know, just simply replacing the left guard, Nick Easton, with Jeremiah Searles, or are they going to consider sliding Mike Remmers to play guard, which he did in Week 17 against the Bears? Um, so really interesting to see um, what the Vikings decide to do for that going into the into the first playoff game. Overall, though, um, you know, the, the offensive line as a whole has played really well this season, and I'm sure that those guys are going to be, are gonna be just fine and, and figure out the right combination. Mike, the best thing you can have as a football team uh, is the collective experience of being a part of playoffs uh, and having yeah. bye weeks. Give me your take because this team is not that experienced with with that experience of how is their week going this week? Like, are, are they on the same routine of what it was they had going on during the regular season? Yeah, you know, they had an interesting week because obviously you don't know who the opponent's going to be, but they still practiced um, you know, and, and wanted to kind of go through the motions and stay sharp and all that stuff. And, and you're right that a lot of the players haven't had that playoff experience. I mean, you know, starting quarterback, Case Keenum, hasn't played in a playoff game. Um, you know, the good news is um, the coaching staff has, uh, you know, in terms of, you know, Mike Zimmer and, um, you know, in particular, um, has had a, a plenty of experience in the playoffs. So as a guy like Terrence Newman, and then the other most veteran guy on the roster is Brian Robinson, who's made the playoffs with the Vikings in 08, 09, 2012, and 2015. So the, the balance of the team is mostly young and playoff inexperienced. Um, most of them got one game in in 2015. But some of the leaders um, of the team have been to the playoffs. Um, I'd throw Riley Reef in there, too. Mike Remmers has also been in the playoffs. He's played in the Super Bowl. So you know, I think they did a good job this week of – of not not ramping up the energy level to that of, of a game week, but not keeping it too low so that they would get lazy and lackadaisical. I think they did a good job of keeping it right in the middle. They practiced and worked Monday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday uh, of this week, and then the players have Thursday through Sunday off. So I think they're going to be in a good spot, um, you know, mindset-wise and, and intensity-wise when they come back to work on Monday. Uh, I'm sure they'll do a little bit of work on whatever team we're going to play, Rams, Saints, or Panthers, on Monday, give them Tuesday off, and then and then start going full throttle on Wednesday. Chatting with Mike Wabshaw, Vikings Entertainment Network, Vikings team channel here on TuneIn. Mike, no one's suggesting Case Keenum is in jeopardy of losing his job heading into the postseason. He's been one of the best stories in all football. But what is the injury update on Sam Bradford coming back to practice this week, yeah. returning from the lingering knee issue? Yes. And that's why I said I think the health of the offensive line is going to be the number two. 
about the quarterback situation. And you're right. I, you know, no one's really going to suggest that it's not going to be Case Keenum, you know, who starts. I mean, he, he's going to start the game, but who's going to be the backup? Because Sam Bradford does return to, uh, to practice, and, it, and the Vikings have the option of having him in the mix to be the backup, or do they stick with Teddy Bridgewater as the backup? And, and will Mike Zimmer even declare it? You know, because they could go into a, into a game with, with all three active or they could just choose to have two of them. I mean, that, that's going to be sort of a, an interesting subplot to the week. I think at the end of the day, um, Case will start. And if he's healthy, it's, it's going to be a moot point who's the backup. And obviously that's what you hope uh, happens. Uh, but it is very interesting to see if uh, Coach Zimmer has to declare it or if the situation arises where you've got to go to the number two quarterback. Who is that guy? I think right now, no one knows for sure. Why would there even be a conversation? Why would Case Keenum name ever come up? Honestly, when, <laughs> with everything that he's done so far, he's done nothing yeah. but play the game well. He's done nothing but stay healthy. He's the one that put this team in position to have the bye week, have their first game played there in their, in their dome. And now there's still conversation. His name still comes up about who could be the starter potentially or the thought of and who's the backup. Sam Bradford and Teddy Bridgewater are the backups. The starting quarterback of this team, of course, is Case Keenum. Correct me if I'm wrong, Mike. I, Cordell, I can't. I mean, look, look we're, you, you're right, guys. I mean, some people might tell you, might make a case for Case Keenum to be the MVP, and then some other, some other joker is going to tell you he shouldn't be starting. I mean – it's unbelievable, um, you know the the variance and an opinion someone can have on Case Keenum. He's, he's the MVP on one hand, or he's not even the starter on the other. But to me, I mean, the way he's played the game, um, the way he's handled moments for this team, you know. And you guys have been have been following the Vikings as, as well as all the other teams. I mean, for the first three years of Mike Zimmer's tenure in Minnesota. The Vikings were a defensive-oriented team that had an offense that was marginal, and the defense was dragging it along. That's not the case this year. This year, the Vikings have an offense that is contributing. I mean, look at the, the – we've talked about the game at Washington, and, um, you know, the Vikings scored 38 points in that game, and, you know, a, a game in which the defense gave up 30 points. So I think, you know, the offense has proven that it can be explosive and it can produce – and a big reason for that is Case Keenum. Mike, last one for me. We keep talking about the important development that could be occurring in Minnesota. Vikings making history, trying to become the first team to play in the Super Bowl in their home field. But if they yeah. make it to the big game, technically, they're still going to be the road team, right? Because the NFC is the away yeah. team this year. Yeah, that's right. And kind of interesting, you know, I mean, it's it's never happened where a team has played a Super Bowl in its own stadium, so we've never really had to deal with this issue of, you know, are they going to be treated like the road team because they're the designated road team, or are they going to be treated like the home team because they're actually the home team, and then how does the AFC team feel about that, and it's just, it's just a really interesting scenario, and it's kind of putting the cart before the horse because we're not, you know, the Vikings haven't even won a, a playoff game yet. And the NFC is a loaded field this year. Um, so it, it's a pretty interesting story. And, you know, some of the media, um, especially here locally, is starting to pick up on it and do stories on it. And will the Vikings get to have their locker room or will they have to go to the visitors' locker room and, and all of these things. And, you know, it's, it's sort of fun. It's fun fodder uh, for this time of year. And really it's something we haven't really had to deal with because the Vikings – 
are going to host a divisional round playoff game the year that their city hosts the Super Bowl, and that just hasn't ever happened before. So sort of an interesting um, situation. And you guys know how, how it works a lot of times with the NFL and rules. You know, something has to happen. A situation has to occur before a rule is addressed or changed. So it will be interesting to see if any changes are made to the protocol of, you know, a host city and a host team uh, based on the Vikings getting so close or maybe actually getting all the way there. So sort of interesting fodder for this time of year, for sure. I think, I think Mike, I think Coach Zimmer is going to do the right thing and, and allow it to be as it is because I, the rhythm and continuity of this football team derives around, I think, the guys that's been playing and getting it done. But do you think, or would you go out on a limb to say this may be the first time that the home team will be actually playing in the Super Bowl this year? Would this be the first year? Would this make history with the Minnesota Vikings? Yeah, yeah. and it's funny, like, you know, I think that if you talk to Vikings fans, you know, they'll talk to you about all the times they've been so close and it was pulled out from under them. And, you know, the, the recent examples are the 2009 NFC title game against the Saints where the Vikings went went down to New Orleans with Brett Favre and Adrian Peterson and Percy Harvin and Jared Allen and played in an epic game against the Saints that went to overtime and lost in heartbreaking fashion. And then, of course, the 1998 team, um, with Randy Moss and Chris Carter that went 15-1 and one and lost the title game at home. But if you go back even further, I mean, the Vikings, like the Bills, the Vikings have lost four Super Bowls, played in and lost all four Super Bowls. So, you know, a lot of Vikings fans will, will cite a lot of heartbreak and, and say there's a curse. And I just I, I like to sort of quip back, you know, the, the football gods can even the score this year and have the Vikings play in and host the Super Bowl and win the thing. I think we could call it. Uh, I think we could call it even after that. So we'll see if it happens. I, you know, I have a good feeling about this team, guys. I've been. This is my 13th season with the Vikings, so I've been through a lot of the ups and the downs, the Metrodome roof collapsing, the 2009 team that went to the title game, Adrian Peterson's MVP, Brad Childress, Leslie Frazier, now Mike Zimmer. I mean, this this is probably the best team that I've I've been around. Um, in 13 seasons and so where does that get us I guess we'll find out once we start playing these playoff games but with a defense that gives up 15.8 points per game um, you know and and even fewer than that at home and a quarterback that's really done a nice job of taking care of the ball I, I have a good feeling about the team but we'll see what happens Mike, as always, we appreciate the information enjoy the wild card games and we'll chat with you next week getting set for the divisional round of the playoffs Yeah, I'm looking forward to it, guys. Have a good rest of the show. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.